Big show, big show. It's really real right now. Mr. DL. Two, two, two. Two, two, two. Who's off? So, we are here. It's the Danger Zone podcast number, I don't even know. What is it, Shug? It's episode 29. Oh, shit. 29. With Big What is going on this week? I know we got a special guest calling in a little bit. Rex uh, is calling in in a little while, but he's not ready yet. So, let's let's see what's going on this week in hip-hop. Oh, man. Listen. uh, I mean, it's a lot of things uh, going on, as we know, right? You know what I'm saying? But uh, first and foremost... Uh, the Drink Tramps just recently had a show on, you know, and uh, Irv Gotti was on with Ja Rule. Mm. Uh, shout out to Noriega, I mean, Noriega, uh, DJ, uh, EFN. Um, and he was, uh, you know, calling names, calling women bitches, and and uh, just talking about some personal stuff, I guess, you know, all these Hollywood-type personal, about him and Ashanti and other things business-wise. Like that, so kind of it was kind of you know throwing salt, so throwing shade, what have you. Um, and Fat Joe chimed in, you know, and he didn't particularly like the fact, you know, um, of, of of how uh, Irv Gotti was coming off, yeah, and about that whole situation and Shanti, you know, he basically felt like it was sucking shit or what have you, uh, and he voiced that. Um, but because Ja Rule was there, Ja Rule, you know. Put him in it too, like that's yeah. on the show. And Ja Rule um, responded to Fat Joe um, over the um, Irv Gotti dissing uh, Ashanti. Uh, he says, uh, you know, he says, stop saying he didn't fin- defend. His words are, stop saying he didn't defend Ashanti. Oh, rock the bells. Rock the bells. Did you watch any of it? Uh, yes, I actually. I watched two full sets um, so far. You know who they were. Can you guess what two rappers full yeah, sets watch? I've watched already? Yeah. Already? Yeah. I'll watch, I'll watch the rest. Let's see how uh, Big Chick knows. Nah, Who's I'm not because yeah. like, I can't. You know, uh, one was Little Kim. Nah, nah, I don't know. I wasn't trying to watch E.T. I was trying to watch a fucking concert. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sensitivity. Wow. That's the DL. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what it's going to be. No, I can't. You know, I can't. Ice Cube and Busta Rhymes. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I seen Come those. Come on, you should have known Busta Rhymes. I was gonna say L just because it's his show. Yeah, I'll definitely watch his show. <laughs> I, I heard he rap for two hours, but um, do you, I, I mean, the most the, the, the most beautiful thing to me, because uh, I think it took place in uh, in was it Brooklyn, Queens, City Queens, Field, Queens, right? Okay, so it was in Queens. But man, the number of people that were there, it's always so dope to me because you know. It was so so many different musics and artists, you know, Jada Kiss, Havoc, and uh, Scratch, and Cube, and who else was on there? LL, LL Busta Rhymes, um, um, Diggable Planets, Noriega. Yeah, it was some joints, man. And I just seen Lil' Kim, too, man. All the peoples, man. It was beautiful because it just showed that hip-hop like that is still moving. You know what I mean? That hip-hop. it was cool. That hip-hop is still fucking moving. You know what I mean? So... And I was glad to see it. You know, uh, what about yourself? Did you would you take away what you've seen so far? I I would have loved to go to that concert, even if it was just with as a ticket, like with a ticket. I would have loved to see that concert. A lot, a lot of them, a lot of our MCs were there, though, you know. Yeah, I oh, saw yeah. pictures. Uh, Ed OG, shout out was there. Oh no shit. Uh, Master Ace was yeah. there. Uh, there was quite a few guys there, 
I just, you know, because they want to be involved in that hip hop moment like yeah, that. You know the experience, yeah. I think Craig G might have been there. Yep, I just see a few hours see it, you know? Ah, uh, man, it, it was. It, I'm, it was good, man. Like, like what you're, like what you're saying. The, the, the crowd. Like, you know, Ice Cube was on towards the end, so that's, that's who I saw. I saw Busta Rhymes and Ice Cube, and they both mm-hmm. performed in the dark. Shout out to Bush, yeah. Like they both performed at night. So, um, when, when I first saw the, the footage, it was, uh, I, I think, I forget who was on stage, but it wasn't as full. But it was also like. 100 degrees outside. Yeah, it you know was what I'm saying? That day too. So, you know so, people were motivated to, yeah, to be there. Motivated to maybe be up in the concession area where it's covered mm-hmm. or I'm not going yet. It's fucking hot outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, do I want to see Havoc this bad? It might might have been a lot of that. You know, you know what I mean? Because it was 100 degrees outside. Yeah, yeah. No joke. Yeah. For real. You have to be a real fan. And it's a lot. It's a lot to, to stand in a a, a a stadium. There's no shade when you're when you're in the when you're in the stands. It, right. it's, it's a it's not a dome. It's a, yeah. you know what I mean, so those people are. Speaking of Buster Rhymes, Buster Rhymes is to be honored as a BMI <laughs> icon at the 2022 BMI R&B and Hip Hop Awards. Um, Buster Rhymes will be named as a BMI icon at the 2022 awards show. So you know, shout out to Buster man. You know what I'm saying. Uh, as being one of the pioneers in hip hop, and um, you think he's a pioneer? He's my I favorite all time. You think he's a pioneer? I'm, I'm curious. I, I'm not saying he's I not. Mean, I'm just curious. What? I think even more so. Yeah, because the way that he he might have been one of the dudes who to go solo from a group and really snatch that starter. You know yeah, like Cuban. Like, yeah, yeah. He stepped out of that group because I was listening to them on some of his early stuff when he was by himself when he first left. I was like, man, oh, America's Most Wanted. Or uh, Buster or, yeah, or Buster, Buster, okay, was, like the coming, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is fire, like because it was a lot of that uh, stuff in the streets as far as underground, a lot of underground mixtape shit. My first time going to NY in the nineties, you know what I mean? So he always you know, had that energy. Oh yeah, like, definitely. He was always, he, I, I, I personally think energy. He's he's my fa- favorite rapper of all time. He's one. Of them. I. I, I I think if there was a right answer, if someone was like, there is a correct answer to this question, who's the best rapper of all time? I'd be like, Jay-Z. I feel like he he's probably the best. He's not my favorite. He's not in my top 10. But I personally, if I if I have to be objective, like I think I think it's Jay-Z. But my personal, it's Buster Rhymes. Yeah, Buster. You know what I mean? Like Buster Rhymes. But I want to go back to this Rock the Bells. So uh, anyway, when Ice Cube comes out, tell me if you think this is fucked up. Ice Cube performs still to this day, 2022, still performs No Vaseline. Um, after making up with everybody, he still performs that record. What do you think about that? Uh, maybe he feels like that's one of his biggest, and he, he has to do it. But it might not be as effective. But at the end of the day, when you go to a concert, man, these concerts, this shit is theater. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it makes for more, you know, it's 50-something-year-old dudes now, too. Yo, spend this so and and, and, and a lot of uh, 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 a lot of uh, messes have been cleaned up. You know what I'm saying no bullshit. So you know, I mean, they, I think it's just, it's just there. It's just performance. Maybe that's why he wasn't on the Super Bowl because <laughs> Dr. Dre was like, "Hey, man, my man, <laughs> you're still performing this fucking record." Nah, Thought we were cool. Well, he would, he yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thought we were cool. That. You know, it'd be that, like, it'd be, some people like it'd be, he's an artist on me. It, it creates movies and stuff. Yeah, but it's just it's weird, though. He can't. It ain't like he... You got enough records not to do that song. Like, he does. I was just like, you got enough records not to do that song. But I, I, I don't know. Kind of kind of respectable that he does it. It's but. something that he... It, 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 at the time, it was a big thing. It's part of his, like, 
discography. Yeah, is it the biggest diss record ever? That's no, this record. Well, well, to me, I think so. I, I don't think so. I think because it because like Jay Z was fine it. after Ether. Nas was fine after Takeover. Nah, the the nah, No Vaseline dismantled nah, the biggest nah, rap nah, group nah, in hip hop. Nah, you can go around a lot of people and think that Nas smashed them with that Ether shit. No, no, I, I think I think he he he. I think people do think Nas did it, but it didn't do anything to Jay Z's career. Let me tell you, but I'm saying N.W.A. was completely a joke when this guy dropped that record. But yeah, but this guy, one thing about it, and if you think about it, Nas Nas was so dope with that that I went to a show years ago in Worcester at the I think Centrum or Lady whatever it was. He performed that. Oh shit. That's when Ethan was at his height. Oh, and he oh, said wow. right at this show, yo, I'm gonna do this song one more time. And then I'm not performing it no more. You know what I mean? And yeah. as we speaking out of all the songs he had, yeah. where he doesn't have to do, even though that song was on everything. Had they had they you made up saying? by that point? Now, I, maybe they did, I'm not really sure, but like like he his take is what you're saying right now. He's like, I got bad songs. Like, yeah. you know, at that point too, I, got you like, that I don't have to do this. I mean, yeah, yeah. He knows the fire by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Now I know that like, he smashed with that. You know what I mean? And, then, and it wasn't only just even the rhyme, it was even the music. The music sounded like you cut down a fucking tree. If you take go back and listen to that shit, man, that motherfucker just rough. See, there's a Jay-Z record on the, on the Blueprint that I, I that wasn't the popular one, but I, I think he got Nas on it. Yeah. There's, uh, I'll play it after the podcast, but Ether is definitely more publicly considered the the winner of of, of the battle but i'm saying with, with that being said all these people who say it, 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 it didn't do anything to jay-z's story nah, it may have been bigger you know so that's what I, that's why i mean no vaseline is the, I, my personal opinion the biggest diss record ever because it dismantled the biggest thing going in rap they're like oh you were the hardest thing nwa that's the shit and ah oh, those guys are fucking whack like that's you know I, I kind of feel feel like that. Yes, they all ended up coming out of it and, and solo ventures. Easy E, Dr. Dre, really just them. Right. Like, MC Ren didn't really have no great yeah, career. I, and I thought he would though. Yeah. He's like he's like how these a new school. I thought Charlie Brown from that group they would have solo career because those they were main voices. Along yeah. With Dink, it was Dinko, Charlie D, yeah, Charlie Dink, Brown. So yeah, they they were but that Charlie Brown. Yeah, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Character too, like Bust. So I was like thinking that, but then you see what happened. What do you think? He got blackballed or something? I don't know. I thought he, I thought he was probably, I, that grew, I said, okay, Bust is probably with that dude too. You know what I'm saying? I thought Ren would too. Yeah, you Ren, know, yeah. Ren has had that, that, like we talked earlier about the, the regular talking and, and doing rhymes with yeah. Rex and stuff, all that whole, you know what I mean? So, but um, yeah, man, you know, rock the bells, man. Yeah, that was popped good. Off. You know, shout out to Al Al for putting something like that together. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, man, I want to give um, very cool. a quick shout out to uh, DJ Perry on his new album, EP, that's doing really well. Yeah. How do you like that beat he did for Benny the Butcher and the, um, his crew there, the Black Soprano family? I mean, I think, I think it's good. I mean, I, There's no reason that that beat should be good, but it's awesome. <laughs> like it goes, brr, brr, but <laughs> it's fucking dope as shit. And I'm just like, what that, the that, fuck? See, that's because it's your perception of like how you're seeing it. Yeah. You know, it's your perception, and, and which is good. It's dope. You're a producer. You're looking at it. Yeah, like, like another way. What, what but... he's able to do with, with, with next to nothing, um, it, it, it's it's crazy. Like, it, it really is what, what he's able to do with next to nothing. Because if you really break that beat down, next time you hear it, you'd be like, oh, I hear what you're saying, but this shit's hot. 
excuse me. Yeah, so it's just creative creativity level. Yeah. Don't Fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, you got some sad news I heard? You wanted to report some sad news? Oh. Yeah. Olivia Newton John passed away. Mm. And let me tell you, when I was a little kid, we were talking earlier about how your parents influence your music. Mm. And my mother was into disco, she was into salsa, she was into That's 80s awesome. music. And I love me some Olivia Newton John. I sure. must have watched Grease like a million times. And okay. I had. Uh, Let's get physical. The forty-five. Let's get, let's get physical. Her big uh, single that that, 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 that was great. Also, that's uh, like cocaine era music, right? Like the I cocaine mean, disco yeah, era. Yeah, yeah, and people coming out and all that stuff too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it, gym shit, that physical thing was all over the place. Uh, also, the movie, man, the movie with her and John Travolta, man, is just legendary. You know, Reese? That Reese yeah. shit, yeah. Yeah. that's legendary. I mean, he has some kind words to say about her past. You know? Yeah, I saw that. Because uh, they're all they're forever connected. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to her family and, and condolences, man. You know, God bless you. They, they you know that he keep you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Olivia Newton-John. So she, what she else was she in? <clears throat> she was great. in a lot of things. She had her own empire. She was a actress. She, she, she was a, a musician. She was 73 too, so it wasn't like... He said, my dearest Olivia, you made all of our lives so much better. Um, your impact was incredible. Jeez, ads. All right, well, your impact was incredible. Yeah. I, mean, I, I love you so much. We will see you down the road, and we will be together again. Right. Yours from the moment I saw you in forever, ever, your Danny, yeah. your John. Yeah, I had peeped that, but I, 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 I like how I've been through some of this, so it's like, you know, you know how it is, you observe, you observe the whole shit, but, you know. I never see. I never saw Grease. I never saw, I don't even like, like music. I, I don't think I even watched it, but I, I saw parts of it, and I was, you know, by that time coming up, so, you know. The picture but, that hey, I did. I can't never get into musicals. People, they'll just be like at, eating hamburgers, and then they'll all stand up and be like, these burgers are wonderful. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just like, it's a musical. Just like when people say it's a movie. that life should be like that. I mean, I used to think like, you know, just break out the song, no matter where you was at. That's what's fun. That's what, um. What else you got? Ah, uh, man, not much, man. I'm oh, well, I got something. What you got? The the um, Breakfast Club is over as we know it. Did you hear this? No, I didn't. Angela Lee, she's out. Oh, she's leaving. She tweeted last night, the Breakfast Club is over as we know it. And she wouldn't respond to any tweets. No, no one knew what was going on. So today they asked her and she was vague. And in the beginning of the show, obviously to keep people to listen to the whole show. And I'll talk about it after. I'll talk about it after. Yeah, so she's leaving the Breakfast Club. She's taking that old ass photo that she uses of herself when she's up there. <laughs> and she's going. <laughs> and she's. And she. Do you want some? That's that's the that's the community bottle. This um, um, So she's leaving the Breakfast Club. In the fall, to do her have her own syndicated show on the same network. But, what's it called? Uh, no, no title yet, but she's still gonna do. What's the what's the show she does? She already has a she show. She has like a podcast. Yeah, uh, she already has a weekly like podcast. But this is cream? no, no, oh, it's of a sexual nature, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Morning cream? after, something like that. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's called. Yeah, I, I, I think I, that's what I'm it's sorry, but I, I don't. I don't, it's the same I don't. Shit. Nah. But yeah, she's leaving, and that's kind of crazy because that's a yeah. that's it, a big show. So it's she always getting money. Yeah, it's always um. Uh, rumored that they none of them really like each other, and who knows if it's true or well, if it's, it's not. Work. It's a possibility. Yeah. You don't really have to. Oh, lip like, service. That's the name of her. Okay, podcast. you don't have uh, to like necessarily like 
so it's yeah, yeah it's always been rumored that they they didn't they didn't get along whatever they kind of argue like Charlemagne fucking puts DJ Envy's like personal business out there on the show and shit Word. so it's kind of it's kind of uh I guess, I guess so but it's uh definitely um uh it's it's definitely a ballsy move for her, an ovaries move for her ballsy. to go and do the show, that leaving the it. biggest show in the world, and hoping that this is gonna work too. When I, my personal opinion, uh, is where's your comes, Weight Watchers cup? Yeah, but that shit got a big ass you know, to dump the water. That's that's as big as hell. Go ahead, man. We can't go ahead if you're talking. I don't know how you know if this no, works. No, this is a recording. I know, but that's dope. Though. I'm that's, that. that's what makes this shit. That, that natural shit is what makes it pop. You know, so, you're supposed to have. You should get a cup. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, you know, I'm doing that on purpose because, like, look, I just see the motherfucker go to the bathroom on set. I'm like, oh, okay. Right now, we cool. Um, so yeah, right, I'm sorry, yeah. So she quit, and uh, well, not quit, but she's just stepping aside to go do that. And I think it's crazy because, a, yeah, like she's uh, the like the, the uh, Breakfast Club is the biggest show going, but I think she's the least interesting one on the show. Well, yeah, <laughs> so, probably so. You know what I mean? So, so it's it's dangerous, but uh, yeah. <laughs> not saying they gave uh, me this big ass cup to put my drink in, a little shot. All right. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the green mob, Dan. If you're going to drink, that's the... Um... All you have to do is put a little bit out the box. Perfect. I, I feel you like... can actually gauge how did. much it is. She might as well brought you a thermos. No, I feel she like... Really... You don't have to fill no, it. No, I feel like I'm in green mob right now. After I finish my cup of coffee, pause, I'm going to snap them in half. That's how this shit looks. Tastes having me now. What you drinking today? Right? You gotta on the bars. <laughs> I would grab the first clean thing. <laughs> That's what it was. You want me to go look for a shot glass? My grandmama used to have one of these. My grandmama? My grandmama had one of these. It was a well, spit. then you she know it comes spit. from a good no, place of love if your grandmama, grandmama had, had it. One of these. A spit cup. <laughs> I was big as hell. I said, Grandma, why you got a grandmama? Why you got a big old cup? But she had a spit cup. Oh, and then you gave it to me to put my uh, fireball can't. in it. This shit is for a fire. <laughs> More than a fire. Fire boulder. Perfect. You can see how <laughs> much you pour it. Like back in the, the bottom is probably looking out. Let me go get my shoes. Oh my, my god. <laughs> you are watching the Dangers on Clip Channel. This is your podcast, man. Hey, uh, hold on, hold on, man. Listen, uh, uh, that should fuck me up. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, here we go. I literally had. Hey, yo, I literally had. Hey, I literally had cups like this in prison. She brought them the biggest cup. Yeah, I'm sorry, had, I should have. Anybody that was there, they would know that, that these cups. <laughs> yo, I need. I want to do a shot here. I have this bowl for stew. You want to show? You want to do that? All purpose tin cups. It is all. Charlie gave me a stew bowl. That's, that's a good one. Look, Dan, how do you get that one? Did you make stew and you get a oh stew? He only wants a shot, but fucking shit. Shit, shit. That's funny as hell. Said, well, you're a big guy. He said it's a stew bowl. A stew bowl? That oh, fucked me up. This is some, right. some Dickie Moore shit. Put a shot in this motherfucker. Yo. So, oh, shit. What's right. going on? Hold on a second. Rex is Wu Family Moving Company. They've been your neighborhood moving company for over 10 years, offering swift, efficient, and stress-free moving. 
Just call Wu Family Moving at 978-398-2784, online at R-O-U-X-FamilyMoving.com. We are here, the Danger Zone Podcast, episode 29. 29. With Big Show. Yeah. Mr. DL. And Chef Tanya Nicole. Yes, yes. Today we got a special guest, you know, uh, not even just in the saying of it, just the, the, the fact of it. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, we got my man Rex here, you know, um, I'm saying hip hop, impresario, uh, life, <laughs> you know, mastering life, living, bringing the music. And man, you know, we just, you know, we got Rex here today, man. What's good, brother? How are you? Peace and love, man. Thanks for taking the time with me. Legends and, and legend, you know what it is. I appreciate you for taking the time. No question, man. Uh, first and foremost, as we jump off here, um, for those who might not know, can you kind of like uh, give um, give the people a backstory? You know, on Rex and you know where you came from and, and you know how you you know involved into this rap game and shit. You know, just you know, give them a little you know update with little bit. You know, so I, I have a tendency to be a, a bit long witted, so I'm a, I'm gonna I'm attempt to like you know uh, do it's the cool. zip file version. <laughs> it's cool, man. Nah, it's yeah, cool. I mean, I'm attempt to do the zip file version, uh, compressed. Um, you know, I'm from Lawrence, Massachusetts. Um, you know, uh, family came from the south, moved up, up, up north to to the Lawrence area. For those who don't know, Lawrence like a textile mill uh, area, Lowell, Lawrence, Haverhill, all these little areas uh, north of Boston. Textile mills, not a um, not a large uh, uh, black black community, a, a brown community um, where I come from. Uh, but black and brown people came from either the islands or, or from the south. My family came from South Carolina and Georgia, uh, moved up north uh, during the migration period. Um, I was born, like I said, born and raised out of Lawrence, Mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of connections to New York, uh, families out, family out in uh, East New York. Uh, and so, you know, we would make constant trips there. Coming back, uh, had a lot of the... Uh, birth of birth of like you know hip hop as we know it in the Bronx like a lot of that was trickling into Massachusetts and in my neighborhood like just seeing my older cousins you know break dance and that was like my entry point uh, into uh, this hip hop thing so like you know we, I came in as a b boy uh, and a crew Funk Town Connection that was that, okay. <laughs> that was the name of our crew Funk Town Connection FTC right. yeah these red and white yeah these red and white um full full body joints that we came out there and we was battling people in the neighborhood. I was about 11 years old. I wasn't really getting too busy, but I was like, you know, I was excited to be like, you know, capturing hip hop. So like it, my entry point was was through that, like seeing and modeling what my older cousins, Billy and, and Zay Zay, what they was on, I wanted to be on. So we broke out the cardboards, the cardboard boxes, and we just would like break dancing in the middle of the street. So that's how, that's how it all, like, captured me at first. To the uh, No, I was just saying so the break dance was first. <laughs> yeah, that was that was okay. big for me. Like, you know, like uh I was I was I was big into um into that and Lawrence uh until like there was like this little this little uh corner um on on Union Street. We had like this little uh theater where they would show like one or two movies uh, a month. And it had they had the breaking movies and they were showing Beat Street. And it was when I saw Beat Street 
you know, it was when I saw B Street that um I saw Kumo D doing the Christmas rap yeah. that really like made me want to like I, I thought I, I saw the, I saw the Christmas rap and like I I, I took it I took uh, Kumo D's rhymes and I started practicing them and learned them and I would be I'll be rapping them in the Linux school like in the backyard and this girl she came through and she she pulled my car she was like yo. That ain't your rhymes, yo. Oh, shit. <laughs> yo. You know what's yo. crazy? Keep it right there. It's so funny you said that because my jump off, my jump off was I free, uh, freestyled at a party, a house party type thing, um, to Curtis Blow's Christmas rap. You know what I mean? So uh, his instrumental, if you go back and, and, and see that, yeah. like they, they threw that on, and you know, then that's the first, the birth of like Shook just rhyming with my neighborhood at that time was like oh shit yo you could do that like but i might have been the only one but i mean it's just it's funny when you said that it hit me because i'm like damn i remember that curtis blow christmas rap i did the instrumental and i was born as far as an mc you know oh, what shit. i mean so that's fine actually random shout out to uh kumo d just turned 60 years old yesterday oh yes salute to an often not like saluted to uh mc who was like a mc's mc and super dope with it like and uh, i'm thankful for 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 uh what he what he brought to the table that like you know was the first thing that kind of like captured me and like I, I know it wasn't the mc who was the focal point but like for me that's where I, how i saw the mc like for each one, everyone has their own perspective, but the MC kind of like captured me. I know the DJ was like the focal point, but that's the that's the person who like really captured me. And like I I realized that like my voice was my strongest point because I wasn't on the street like very young boxing because I had older cousins, right? Mm -hmm. So like when you know you know with the dozens and jokes and all that shook you big with the jokes so we already know <laughs> like yo so listen we know you, right? we know i you. wasn't big with listen i wasn't big with the jokes as a little one and like getting capped on by older cousins and like my response mechanism wasn't too sharp with it but i think that's how i realized how to like you know utilize my voice uh to kind of get back ahead so like you know i think i think that was part of it too that was that i didn't i didn't realize that till later on about myself though in my own self analyzing over the years i started to recognize that that was became a beacon because my voice so like my voice is powerful right. when i utilize it properly so that that's how it came out uh in a lot of ways of protection like me getting that getting that heads and letting them know i was fierce that's why i was mc rock in the beginning before before it was uh, Rex, it was MC Rock. Mm. Only other name I ever had in, in my life. Like I wanted to be, you know, uh, hard as a rock. Like that was that was my goal. You sure. you do have a really powerful voice because I will say that you were the first rapper I ever worked with that didn't do overdubs or or doubles of any oh, kind. Yeah. Just straight. I mean, I know Shook does it, and, and but you were the first one I was in the studio with that didn't do any dubs or anything like that. So I can't I can't yeah. get away with that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Like, yeah, I was like, a lot of times people would be like, yo, like, if I got in the studio, somebody would be like, yo, you got to dub it to match something. I'm like, yo, I feel my voice, like, carries itself, like, the way it is, man. Like, yeah. I don't really think it needs much, you know? No. In, in the age now of, like, you know, so many dubs and, like, ad background ad-libs and sound effects and stuff like that, I, I always was like, yo, nah, man, keep it keep it like it is. Our natural sounds perfect like I'm that. I'm the same. That's why it's funny because uh, uh, that's probably why I was a big fan of, of when rappers uh, took off the MC voice 
You know what I mean? And, and it became, um, you know, like like people more like Rock Campbell. Mm. You know, uh, it was like bass, he, he, in your yeah, face. all like, that. <laughs> they, they took off the MT voice when the more regular, like Bob D, Cass was really, like the regular voice. They was rapping. You know what I mean? To me, yeah. that, that was flawed. I mean, MC thing was what it was, but. You know, I never want to be hurt. Hit it like just throw your voice on like that. Just I want to talk like now, like we having a conversation. But you banging off that beat, you riding that beat, you flowing like that. To me, that was always the fly shit. You know what I mean? So, but go ahead, bro. Yeah, nah. That I like this dialogue and like absolutely to 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 add to that. It's like there's so many pockets that that hip hop and gravitated and navigated towards and. I'm not, I'm non-judgmental, like uh, experimentation. I love it. I love individuals doing new things and, and capturing new things that add into the, to what hip hop is, is becoming. But like, I mean, to, to keep it in this purest essence and be what it, be what it is, uh, foundation, foundation wise, I think, I think like that, that is the most natural state of, state of existence. Kind of like just building, like you said, like having a conversation, almost conversational, mm-hmm. like, um, uh, dialogue that, that, that adds to the record so mm-hmm. th- that's what matters most to me even still like like right now yeah mm-hmm. and when you put your uh, you put your first like you know you got in the business i'm gonna put out a, a project or an album and, and you know what was that like for you when your music was going to the people you know man like yo i used to write like i think i wrote like 64 bars Right. <laughs> I would write like 64 bars, Dang. like not even knowing it, it might be in a, even an off bar structure. Like when mm-hmm. I first put my voice on, like I just was barring out. Right. And then like, you know, if we had a hook, if, if I said something on a hook, it, there was no structure to it. And the structure mm-hmm. came, the structure came later, the, the, the overstanding, the structure, um, you know, it, it was me, Lucky Dice, when we was in, um, when we were in uh, UMass Amherst, we were, um, we were students like uh, attempting to learn like how MCs were approaching uh their craft so you know we didn't have we didn't have social media where we could like just have an in-house um uh understanding of how how cast work when we were doing things we would go to workshops and like conferences we would go to new york we would go to ohio we were going to virginia we going to we were going to places all over the place to figure out like what where cats were and what they were doing so that that was that was how we were getting our training. That's how we were learning about about how Cash wrote, and I don't remember what it was how we how we truly figured out bar structure, but um, I just know um, I getting learned, into getting into, sorry I learned in. I learned bar structure honestly from uh, from instrumentals on albums where, where there would be like it would be like the Busta Rhymes instrumental, and then I I would just count one two three four until the chorus came in. And, and that, that's mm-hmm. pretty much like I, I use so, I use previously recorded music to kind of figure it out. Yes. Word, okay, yeah. I think I think everything just kind of fell in place. I don't want to I don't want to discredit anybody, but like you know, uh, a lot also a lot of my my miss miss memories like from those periods of time come from like as y'all know, like I'm not a drinker anymore, but like I was a very heavy drinker like for a very long period of time, <laughs> right? So. Uh, like you know that that played a part in like a lot of my uh misremembering like a lot of like how things like kind of transpired that's it it's a uh you know it's a, it, it, it's a terrible thing that like 
so many, so many wonderful things that have happened over the course of like my career. Like I wasn't really present for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't truly present for a lot. You know? Um and so I like, you know, perspective wise, I don't I don't judge anybody's position on it, but like I just started to like as I you know gravitated to a different existence, I just recognized there's a need for me to kind of be present. You know what I'm saying? And like in, in everything I'm a, I'm experiencing in this, you know, this third childhood. As as we as we uh have been on the show to speak on to more veteran rappers and, and people have been, you know, doing it for a while. The thing that's, uh, it's been, um, you know, pretty much similar and uh, like with you and um, Tash from Alcoholics, shout out to him and uh, Slain, mm -hmm. right? Just, I'm just speaking on those three people because the fact that you, you, you've you been in this art and you're doing your craft for this long, you were able, even Billy Dance from MOP say the same thing, you were able to come to a point where you were able to, you know, stop drinking or, or for some of those guys using. And then now you've been around long enough, but you were able to stop that and still proceed and do things in this music and what have you. With that clear who you are, right? It's crazy that those, those four guys just mentioned spoke that way. Well, at this time, I can't really put that history together because I was drunk all the time or messed up, you know what I mean? But by the grace of God, they got their self together, you know what I mean? And now dudes are able to see it like how it is now, you know what I mean? And and yeah, they still yeah. be doing they 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 the desire to have do their music and shit. And to me that shit is beautiful and dope in itself, you know what I mean? Indeed. Appreciate you saying that. Huh? And salute to salute, I said appreciate you saying that and salute to those brothers for like, you know, their victories and their their paths and walks. Like, you know, it's it's a it's a great feeling to like you know be in a clearer mind frame and to be like okay uh, there's nowhere there's there's nowhere but um you know forward thinking for me like I, my music career is not over like I'm I'm absolutely content in who I am and I'm I'm ready to make a lot I got so much to say you know like I, I feel like there's so much more for me to get off. And, and, and though I do other things outside of this music, as far as like my personal ventures, like the music is always going to be part of it. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, the music, as you say, is part of it's part of who you are, but it's not just uh, <clears throat> solely solely what you are. So I mean, I just you know for what you just said to us, which your ventures and stuff was great. You know, uh, I mean, could you even in, in, uh, since we, we we touched on that. Could you tell us what some of these ventures are, though? You know, absolutely. So, two two very specific and uh, uh, important things that, like, I feel like I'm doing actively, like, because I felt like vocally I was being active and talking about the stuff that I'm actively engaging in now, mm -hmm. and a lot of that has to do with health and wellness, my body and spirit stuff, and, and, and finance. Those those areas have been like you know very important to me, but I wasn't you know, actively participating. As far as the finance, my finances was always rocked to sleep anyway. So like, you know, I was kind of attempting to navigate that terrain and figure out how to get it right. Cause in school, we're not taught about specifically what I what I talk about now is the stock market, but value investing. Mm. Right. And we're never taught that. We're never taught any any overstanding about that. And if if we ever focus on uh Anything that has to do with with finance and it's investing, it's not really investing. It's more gambling. Like we want we want in black and brown communities 
specifically, we want the quick flip, you know, whatever's going to like, you know, instant gratification and like, y'all want my money. I want to see my return right now, residuals right now. Mm. Uh, and we never set up for the future, you know. Right. Uh, so I, I wanted, I wanted to, as far as this finance game, I wanted, I wanted to have a paradigm shift. And, and far as far as not my my family's, you know, uh, financial wealth, like you know, generational wealth, and and um, and what have you. But I wanted there, there to be intellectual property, like where you know. We're passing on this information that's valuable food that that leads to generational wealth. Mm -hmm. So, um, what we're doing is we're we're partnering with uh, um, there's a there's a group out out there called UTech in, in the Merrimack Valley. UTech, yes. Uh, and we're we're partnering with UTech, and we're we're working with um, at-risk communities, black, brown communities, mm -hmm. individuals that are like UTech works with. Uh, individuals who you know have family members who have been either either in gangs or like you know coming back from the prison prison system institutionalized but like what 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 do individuals like that do as far as um you know finance when you're institutionalized what do you do as far as uh, like you know focal point never mind like you know if you've been in this if you've never been in the system but like you ain't on point the people who are truly left behind are those individuals. Mm. So I want to be able to talk directly to individuals like that and speak about uh, not balancing a checkbook, not savings. Savings is cool, but investments, like true investments, give you a give you a hedge or get you a, in a position where you are working against inflation. We're dealing with inflation right now. Mm. People know what inflation is because they feel it. They learn it firsthand physically but like you don't learn the terminology so my objective is to like you know talk about inflation hyperinflation talk about so that kind of stuff is part of a, a, a company that my brother dario preston and i have called wings local mm. and, and so we're, we're like i said partnered with utech and we're doing some work like that um and then my wife and i we have a we have a company called universal lotus where we're talking health and wellness and so when I'm online and I'm talking about this uh, rising up in the first first part of the day and making sure that the first thing we're doing is not get into the cell phone and just being like, yo, let me like check these messages from Instagram. Let me check these messages from TikTok before we do that stretching our body and focusing on thinking positive thoughts, not allowing ourselves to think about the rent check, that's, the, the rent that's due, about the utilities that are due, nothing. Just shutting off all of that and having a having a positive start of the day, stretching our body, putting water in our body and doing the simple things that like just start the day properly. So those are the things that I'm like really, really are dear to me uh, personally and I'm actively engaging in. So every rising I have on Instagram and rising rituals after I've already started my day, I get up at like 530 in the a.m. And I'm doing my rituals, my right. yoga, my meditation. And then at like around 930, I'm getting to talking to the people and I sit online and I read from a lot of spiritual books, mm. mostly. I read from mostly spiritual books. Um, I also have another section that I was doing called Build Pyramids, where I'm talking. I'm reading from books on the Federal Reserve. I'm reading, I'm reading from books on uh, like the Constitution, uh, Black's Law Dictionary, things like that. Uh, I'm an avid reader, bro. So. You know that those are those are the things that um, I feel are missing and, right. and, and, and important for us as as a people. So that's that's my my way of actively engaging. 
much. Nah, that's cool. I mean, damn, you're you right, though, man. You you, you long-winded as hell. But, um, <laughs> nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot to say. No, no. He that, had a lot to say. No, that was no. Good. The, the <laughs> shit was, hey, no. The shit I mean, was straight. was coming no, at some it, point. It, it was definitely, no, no. It was definitely, <laughs> it's definitely informative. And I'm listening to you. You know me. I'm just fucking with you. But I was like, yo, my man was like, my man was gone. Yo, I was like, yo. Yeah, yo. but he, kept, he covered all the subjects. It was good. We put it him out there. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. He ain't never <laughs> coming back. But nah, nah, it was, it was dope. He's a busy yo, man. Yo, yo, you know what? You know uh, what, beloved? You're right. But that was the soul. That was the soul part. Nah, it's you know cool. Sometimes we're in the physical. Sometimes we're in the physical. I got, I got, my soul just started speaking. Nah, bro. listen. So like once, yeah, once I get to it, to it. I'm never against any of that because everything, all of us anyway, like right now, this is the theme though. We're just the theme of life. This, we're living in that theme. When I, when I say shit like that, I mean, there's gonna be some like, you know, laughter, there's gonna be some seriousness, there's gonna be information, there's gonna be intake, intel, you know what I mean? So that's life and stuff, that's that whole theme shit. So I was like, yo, my man was gone and shit. I was like, oh shit, but, I was, but I'm, I'm, I'm learning, yeah, I'm, I'm taking up. it in. But I was like, yo, he ain't never coming back. But um, he was out there, man. Yo, and, and listen. It's all good. Nah, it is. Hey, it's all, hey, trust me. So as I go as I go from that point anyway, it's like right now though, um, are you actively like doing new music or what do you, you know? What, what yeah, you I just left the studio today. I left the studio today. I was in the, um, my young king is with me. He makes beats and he, um, any um any rhymes and like we recorded a record oh, today shit. uh at uh nowhere studios that's a new studio out in uh Methuen. uh john glass melks andre x a lot of people who know them uh uh from john glass had a studio out in beverly so yeah. they're now located out in uh Methuen, just out on the outskirts of lawrence and mm -hmm. they're doing a lot of dope stuff in the community with it got all kinds of people, all different ages coming together and working together. So we went and did a session today. Mm -hmm. I got a I got a project that I'm working like that's real near and dear to me. Uh, that's uh, a few e a few different EPs I'm putting together as one unit that I'm gonna put these EPs out at the same time and then I'm gonna I'm gonna release them as a, a vinyl piece, as, as one vinyl piece. So oh, I've been working on that for a while now. It's, it's pretty much done. Like we in the mix in the mastering stages now. What's his MC name, a stage name? Uh, my, you mean my son, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my son's eyesight uh, as a producer and MC, eyesight. Oh, all right, cool, hell yeah. Um, I, like the, I like the iPhone uh, site, yeah, S-I-G-H-T. Okay. And you can find him on, on Instagram as eyesight, V-Z-N, like eyesight vision. You know, it's crazy because uh, um, you should see when you're speaking on that. I think about like the music I've done, and even with you, with you, you know, uh, a couple of uh, things. But a song that maybe I don't even know how much um, people have heard it or whatever or were aware. But when you did this song um, that I sang on uh, Black Crane, you know, and right, the reason why I speak on it is because it, it's an element. It was an element of um, um, you know you. Spitting your um, no nonsense, you know, nice, nice flow rhyme type thing, you know. And I was singing in a way where it was soulful, but it, it like fitted so, you know what I mean? To me, it was so dope. And I was, I almost felt like that. that I should do something like this again, like with him, right? Because it was like, it was like, yeah. it was rapping and somebody was saying, 
but it was kind of, I don't know, man, it was like the, the vibe of that whole shit was like so dope to me. You know? Even okay. now, you know, we got some similar things on the joint, but I mean, that's what, how that thing hit me, you know what I'm saying? Have you been collabing a lot, though? Yeah, you know, I've been like, yo, and, and, and to speak on first off what you said, like, I would love for us to, like, get in the lab and, and, and do some of that. And, and and as far as the collaborations I have, like, I've been working with, I, I wanted to, um, I wanted to do uh, some some records with some different, um, some different sounds and different vibes. So I've, I've done, like, some grime records with some, some uh, cast in England. I did, I, I've done some... EDM stuff and like, you know, boom bap is always gonna be uh, A1, day one, you know what I'm saying? But like, I wanna I wanna kinda like spread my wings and do a bunch of different stuff. So I've asked my, I, I've asked my young king to like, you know, he don't, he he makes the aesthetics. He's like, he's he's engulfed in, you know, Gangsta and, and De La and like, you know, that. He like, he loves Ghostface and, and MF Doom and that that's his vibrations, but, um. I've asked him like he he likes he likes to do trap now too like and he's he's very open minded to like the music that he creates and experimental so I asked him to like you know make me some stuff like that and you know, I want some more melodic and open stuff so I can like spread my wings and even though I I don't sing even though I don't sing I want, I want to do some of that no, is that it. hand up because it's like I'm being long winded now again no no you good man no 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 no, no. <laughs> no I just keep Yo, I know I'm gonna tell you like funny. this. You straight, bro, because because I mean it's good for everybody to hear. Plus, uh, plus, he, plus them two live here. Nah, I'm just saying though, you good all day long. <laughs> nah, we ain't gotta go nowhere. Yeah, we don't want that talk so much. <laughs> nah, that's beautiful. <laughs> nah, go ahead, man. Um, yeah, man, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy working with various different uh, different casts, producers, uh, new MCs. Like, there's this dope MC um, from from the Merrimack Valley by the name of Believe. He's real dope. That like, um, you know, I just did a record with Short Fuse. Put me on to him. He he actually, my wife, um, my wife, um, her nephew, well, our nephew now. Um, one of his close homies. So like these youngsters, like you know, between the 18 to like, I don't know if that's like Gen Z or millennials, whatever you want to call it. Like, I like working with some of these youngsters and, and getting some vibrations and, and the OGs, obviously, always. I was at the Sean P tribute last night and saw a lot, oh, of, a lot of heads last night. So it was dope to catch up with heads and let them know, like, I'm still, you know, active. So I got a question. Your, your name's an acronym, but did you come up with your name first and then, and then, uh, come up with the acronym for it or did you have that um already in mind for the r-e-k-s -E <laughs> i've always wanted to know so, this good question so yeah I, I came up with the acronym like at the same time because big big KRS fan big um big on like he's the reason he's the reason why i came up with the acronym like he was he was the reason okay i know i know you i know like we're not gonna go there <laughs> yeah, that's cool. right? We're not gonna go there. Oh wow! But yeah, yeah like, we're not gonna have that dialogue. We're not gonna. We're gonna keep. We're <laughs> gonna keep it moving. No, straight, man. We're we're going. Going. Yeah. I already know where that was going. But like, yeah, no, KRS One, KRS One, the teacher is the reason for like, like me coming up with the acronym. Okay, you know, um, you know, cool. it is what it is. Like, you know, with Maddie Eternal King Supreme. Uh, in the beginning, Ed, Ed Rock, Ed Rock, not Easy Money. Ed Rock likes to remind me 
that um like my name was not always rheumatic eternal king supreme it was rheumatic eternal king of suspense okay <laughs> he's like yo your name wasn't always your name wasn't always <laughs> and he's right he's right he's right but i i'll be I'll be hushing that one because it was in the beginning. In the beginning, it was dramatic eternal king of suspense. I don't know why it was dramatic eternal king of suspense because that uh, that ain't even the right acronym. But it was like that for a quick minute, and then I changed it. Right, that's cool. Oh yeah, to you know king 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 supreme and, and, and ever like you know which is dope. Like my my teachers right my my studies in spirituality is Shitat Nato, which is like comedic spirituality, Egyptian. Uh, spirituality and a lot of that ties to Ra or Ray and like you know Rex is Rex is actually king you know what I'm saying and like a, a lot of the Metuneta so that that wasn't really me knowing but that's just I think like me uh, Ra remembering or remembering who I am you know what I'm saying connected right. to who I am I mean it's funny when because when I came in uh, as far as you know the name Big Sugar people who might know that it's just Big Sugar but it was also uh, it was also uh, superhuman underground gangster was one side. I like how you don't even remember what they are. one is born I God, selfie universal God. That's big sure. And but the one they know strictly hardcore underground game and superhuman underground gangster. That was like always there like all of those things were always there but you don't hear people talk about it as much until let's get into the conversation see what i'm saying so so that was right in the beginning right when you said i'm not sugar bear anymore i'm big sugar and this is what I'm it means no bear. no what happened was i was always sugar sugar bear was my nickname yeah, yeah. Young, young but i was always sugar okay because um uh i told you like uh before when i used to play football so i used to make these hits and then dude said when I hit catch, it was like Thor with the hammers, you know, and he'd Ooh. be like Thor. So that's when they started going, sure. That's where mm. that came from at no first. Shit. For real. And then me, I, you know, I had the one punch, one hit a quitter joints. So they were just like on some show, you know. So at, then Guru was the one that was like, yo, man, just call right. you Big Show. You know what I mean? So, and we came up with those acronyms, you know, and, and, and you know, because I mean, I, I got out of jail. This this dude's name was Gifted Universal, Rhymes, uh, Gifted Unlimited Rhymes Universal. I'm like, yo, hold up, man, you gotta put me on. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. how I came to, to my thing. So, <laughs> beautiful though, man. Rest in peace, Guru. You know what I'm saying? Yes, rest in peace. And, and Guru, I gotta say, Guru is like my, my son, in my son's top five. Like, you know what I'm saying? That that's a beautiful. That's a beautiful full circle thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like to to see I never really to my to, to my to my children, I never was like, yo, listen to this. This is what you're gonna this is what you're gonna listen to. So they was like, you know, they they gravitated to what they did and then my son just found his way home, like just naturally. Yeah. The old the oldest son, he just like, yo. And but like he could have dug and then he could have been like, yo, he could have been listening to future and what else is out right now. Like I don't know what it is. Right. But he could have been on that wave. And I, I would have been like, yo, do your thing, whatever works for you. But like he he just found his way home. Like he yeah. was like, yo, when he when he heard the certain ones, he was just like, yo. Well, I love me me personally, I love my parents' music. Like you know the temptations the ojs marvin gay like i like that stuff i still listen to it today so he came up listening to yep. what you were listening to and yeah yep. probably yep. liked it the same way i i like that you know what I mean? like, and he listens to that too 
No, you said what you said. Like you said you liked your parents' music because they would listen to soul music. Yeah, well, my dad listened to more like soul music, and my mom listened to more like Blink top Cam. forty, like that kind of stuff. Like Blink so. Cam. I, I don't know that specifically, but like she'd be like no, Beach, no, not Johnny Cash. I'm saying like Beach Boys, fucking Elvis Presley type shit. Johnny Cash was gangsta. Johnny Cash was body, yo. Johnny Cash was body and stuff. And not, yo, listen, as long as he wasn't listening to Led Zeppelin and like yo, um, uh, Elvis Presley, we good. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I don't like Elvis, but that's what I'm saying. My mom was more like a top forty, and my dad was more of like the Woodstock band. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Bad bullshit and all that. I know. So as we're in this round right now, I just got a question for you. Um, so we'd like you to give us a, a, a top 10 MCs of generation nah. or whatever. Just 10. That's all that we need. Nah, nah, man, nah. 10, man. They don't have to be your favorite. They just got to be 10. Not, not your favorite. Not your favorite. Let me put it. Not huh? your favorite. You know, just period. Like, some good ones. Like, some that'll come, your top 10 just dudes that'll dude. come. Huh? I'll do that, but yo, Young King, can you do that? Yeah, let him do that too. That'd be great. Let me let my son do that. I okay. think that'll be even more fly. Yeah, all right, cool. Whatever you, whatever, whatever looks good. Whatever yo, come come here, right? Come, 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 come. I didn't mean to say come here like that. I didn't mean that like nah, that. Nah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, you calling yo, your son. It's all right. Yo, they like, she was like, yo, get over it. You, you was chilling. Not too high, though. What's you good? see What's the legend right here? You see the legend? Introduce yourself. What's up, brother? What's I'm your... good, and you? Good, good, good. What's your name, man? Say so people can hear you. Um, Isaiah. Man, you got better. artist with eyesight. That's what you want to hear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I want to hear. I want to hear what you what, what you want to say. You know what I'm saying? So it looked like they uh, just threw the flash. It looked like the light just stunned <laughs> you for a second. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I said, "What's your name, yeah. brother?" Said Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that else was coming. But nah, miss, because as a producer anyway, I'm saying you vibing really, really off the scene. Like you, you, you're making your music in your own creative, creative space. So, you know, that's a little yeah. different. Now we put you on, 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 on the light. So it's like, okay, it's a different animal. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, let us get them, them 10 MCs though. Wait, so like 10 MCs, like, like in general? Yeah. Or like, like you like them, you like them, you know what I'm you saying? You like them enough to mention them. But, yeah, you know, it's 10. Like, all time, though. Like, not right now. Yeah, all time. Like, all Whatever. time. Anytime. Today, yesterday, don't yeah. matter. Decade don't matter. to now, from A to Z. All right, all right. Not in order, because that's kind of difficult. Not a problem. But uh, if I had to, like, think off top, um, all right, so Nas is definitely in it. Um, Sean Price. Fruit. Bun B, mm -hmm. uh, Ghostface, Guru, mm -hmm. uh, Sky Zoo, Blue, um, let me think, Feral Munch for sure, right. uh, Black Thought. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm like struggling for a 10th one. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say him. Uh, <laughs> good one. Good son. Good son. Yo, yo, that's you not. You got to do that, though. Yo, that's job. That's good answer. Yo, that shit was that the was good answer. That was some family feud That's shit. Good right. answer. Good man. answer. Good <laughs> answer. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yo, no, hey, I'm hey, sure. I'm going to take dad for 100. Bing. Right up there. <laughs> That's me? right. You can't go hey. wrong with that. Why we got you here? What's, what about your favorite producer? Just oh, give us hold one. On. Let me, ask, let, oh, me let me say oh, something oh. real quick. No, this is, this is wild. Yo, my <laughs> man, Isaiah. Yo. 
you, you did that shit faster than anybody that's been on the show. I wonder if it's cause you younger. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that shit, I was like, yo, you might as well. We, we want to give you ten more. Hey, people get on here, man. Yo, people get on here. Me and DL, we like eating soup. <laughs> they still going through shit. We sipping and chilling. Right? They still, oh, damn. Wow. You still shit said, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, yo, I respect that, though. And it's a good choice. But, damn, he breaking up shit. Hey, but he had just, uh, DL just asked you to, um, what's your favorite producer? Is that favorite, favorite producer? Uh, like I, I struggle, but like it's it's a like it's a two way tie between Primo and Apollo Brown. I like them like the exact same amount. Oh yeah, but like that's my, that's my top two for sure. I don't know who I pick number one personally. Wow, nah, that's dope, dude. That's, that's dope. I actually have some some joints with Apollo Brown that you know at least me and Don and stuff. Man, that's dope. Yeah. You know? What about hey Rex? You got one of them though? You got a favorite producer? I mean, I got a I got a list for for producers and MC, but like the producers section is definitely um and you know Primo's Primo's top tier for me. Primo's the goat, and then everybody else kind of falls in line like a a little further down the line. That's that's how it worked for me. Um, then then uh, I would say I love Large Pro. I love um I love Kanye. Uh, but Kanye pre. What what is the album that that I despise? The album uh, 808 pre 808 and Harvest, right? <laughs> Those Which three albums make him, make him in a goat conversation. Those three albums, though. Those those three albums alone keep him in a, in a genius category. And even when he was doing later, was still great. But like he he lost his he really lost his marbles. So like then I don't really. No. So he that, lost there's, his marbles. There's pre there's pre there's pre 808s and post 808s. Some of, some of us some some of us gain um lose marbles but gain billions. So that's what happened. Yeah. As, as he yeah, was yeah, getting yeah. billions, that's what you're trying to teach people now, man, too, about how to battle. <laughs> that Don't lose them marbles. Yeah, he lost marbles, but got billions in these days. He's stuck in between of them shits, man. You know what I mean? So now I want, I want help. I want help people get into it, like you know, kind of balance right. that. Yeah, you gotta balance it and not be so caught up in this physical. Like when you caught up in the physical, because I'll be real about that one thing. Because speaking on that, there's a reason why that occurs. It's like, and that's all the ego. The ego's like absolutely paramount in a lot of things in our conversations. I don't. This is not to talk uh, talk about our brother Kanye. It's more to say. That is the thing that the driving force that affects that circumstance. Right. And while we still caught up in like, you know, uh, we lose sight in the fiat dollar and what have you and not the concept of like, you know, creating generational wealth, like ha ownership of land, ownership of, you know, like that physical property and passing on to a generation has more to, has more of a conversation piece than like, you know, those physical dollars that don't really mean like anything, mm. you know what I'm saying, at all. Those physical dollars don't really mean nothing in, in, in the real world. Um, billions are not like you know, what I'm saying they 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 translate to something. Like people people pass them <laughs> on, but they just debts. They consistent debts. Well, see. Anyway, we won't, we won't we won't get into that conversation. That oh, nah, that cool. Hey hey, <laughs> hey, 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 let me tell you. Hey, land. on some real shit. Let on me tell you something. We got mad violins around here, so we got all we got all the time in the world. We sit here like this. Word. We all <laughs> 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 hey, yo, 
That's, that's what I like to hear. Can we get as, as far as you know, as far as this producer conversation, right, though, like right. you know, um, you know, like like I said, Ye, Ye is one of those large large pros. Absolutely one of those. Knots is one of those. I love knots. Um, and static is static is is one of those dudes for me. Um, he's, he's becoming more and more one of those individuals for me. Uh, and then I love short fuse. I think short fuse is like you know really really slept on as a as an artist. Like you know, yeah, you got a shirt um, on right now. Uh, you got yeah, absolutely. But I'm a big I'm a big fan of fuses like from day one early on. And I'm I'm a big fan of Sonic as a as an MC. I think Sonic's just a little shorty rapping out of our neighborhood. He's one of those. One of those MCs who should have been like, when I think of like A plus, and I think of Shaheem, and I think of uh, Jamal, you know, all these young young dudes who was like rapping. Uh, Sonic was one of those dudes who was young. He was super nicer than everybody in the neighborhood, and, sh- and was out rapping everybody, and just didn't get an opportunity. So shout out to Sonic, like I, I really take, am a big fan. It of takes him. skill, but it he also takes the, the drive. You know what I mean? You also have to have that drive, which is might yeah, be more important. An opportunity, like I don't think it's just like I agree with you absolutely. The drive is I- imperative and very important, and like you know. It's your work ethic. I see your work ethic, like you know, translates into opportunities and a lot of things. Yeah. So you're a testament to that. So and you're, you're you're absolutely right about that. But um, I also think you know, this this business is cutthroat, and like you know, you can have a lot of drive, and like if you're not cutthroat, you can't be a certain way. You're not built for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like that, that's a testament to a lot. And you have dialogues with individuals, and they they just not. They just don't have that gene in them to be able to be like, yo, I'm a savage. I'm a savage D, like, you know, act a certain way to get it. You know, you just, you may not get any part of it, you know? So, uh, so. Oh, I, I want to ask Chef Tanya Speak to up a little. Oh, can you hear me, Rex? I can hear you, Chef Okay. I wanted to know in in the short period of time that I've known you, you are like constantly, you are definitely an artist that is constantly putting out music on features. Do you have a count of like, do you know where you're at right now in terms of like. Oh, features? I'm so. Who knows? Like, I do do a lot of features. You're absolutely right. (laughs) I do a lot. I, I do a lot of features. What I will say is like, I'm not on the Rusty Jux level. Yeah. Rusty you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've, been on, I've been on I've been on a lot of records with terminology and a lot of records with rusty jokes, right? But um I'm not I'm not on that that count level. But um I'll say this, like during the pandemic, like for the past like two years, I lived solely off of features. Yeah. I did not I did not have to do anything but but record features. I didn't put any music out. I put out my album in twenty twenty. I wasn't living off royalties. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't living off royalties. I don't ever have to pretend like I, I live a certain way. But I, I like, you know, I've been independent and haven't worked a nine to five since like yeah. I, I want to say 2000, uh, whatever, 2008, I believe it was. Uh, I, I've been, you know, solely doing music as as my career yeah. and without touring, without doing any like I didn't have any of my my finances in order, like I said, so um, I didn't have any of these companies that I have now. So I wasn't earning any dollars outside of music. What do you have, like 15 uh, albums? 14? I have 12 albums, sol- solo albums. Okay. Then I have a few mixtapes and, you know, I, 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 you know, put out a couple EPs, a couple being part of ST. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
but like not really not really my projects you know like um you know i'm just like a you like like how Capadonna was with the wool like that's how it came out came about me me joining st kind of yeah. thing like i just one day i remember ghetto was no longer part of the crew and i was like yo i'm st now i'm i'm, I'm part of st and i just started putting <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sure they didn't mind. That's a fact. That's what really happened. We wasn't really like, yo, here's the Rockefeller chain. It wasn't one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was going to buy me no chain and be like, yo, you're part of this team now. Nah. Well, we, <laughs> could, we could see when you got down with, you know, ST, you got down with them. All people used to do, we, we know most of them were Spanish anyway. So all they used to say when you was rocking was like, yo, the black one. So I I, I nah, knew like, I knew, I knew like, hold, hold up, he might you be Cuban. You know the funniest part? He might be Cuban <laughs> or something. Be, <laughs> you know the funniest part about that? No, yeah. it's too funny. Yo, that's very funny. But you know the two other funny things about right. that is, first and foremost, like Artisan is black. He's full black. Of course. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. The funny thing is, I always thought, I thought Artisan was Dominican. Yeah. I never thought he was. <laughs> I like, you know, and you know, like, you know, that's that's still like that's relation. But like you, you know what I'm saying, you like it is what it is. I I I, always, I never thought Artisan was like his family is from the South. His family from the South. It's like like I like I, I know I know his people. <laughs> they, hey, are, they are they are from the South. So. Hey that's it. Hey, where, where you at got dark as hell over there? We had, uh, yeah, this we was like, yo, we thought you was taking us to a different part of the interview. <laughs> nah, nah. nah. Yo, I, it, just, it, it was perfect timing. I was talking about the blackness and, and, oh, and, and yo, a star came in the building. That's oh. what happened. Yo, that a star just, came in the building. Yeah, I just was like, yo. Shango. Every time I think of my Orisha, I got to stand up. And when you say Shango, you got to stand up. Yo, yo. When you... Like when that shit went dark just now, I was like, oh shit, he dipped. What up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like real quick, like, yo, he was out. Nah. But nah, it was cool. Or the lights got cut out. Nah, it gave us a little bit of it gave us a little bit of twist in, in the flow of it, so it was dope. You know what I mean? um, but listen, right? Yo, you're a funny dude, bro. Nah, man. Yo, the funniest, the funniest in the moment though, that's the whole shit, you don't understand. You know, ain't nothing scripted, so it's like, damn. Right there, that in that moment, you're like, yeah, that's some funny shit. You know? gotcha. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up, man. You know, but listen, man, right. listen, we ain't gonna even like keep you around like that, man. I mean, damn, this interview and even in the of the, you know, us being here, man, was very informative, and even to know, you know, even more about you, you know, um, yeah, you know, and, and just the music and, and, and the, the the ventures that you're bringing to everyone, man. We appreciate that. You know, and I'm sure uh, uh, the, the world will appreciate it as well. You know, and uh, those who didn't know today, they don't know. But my man Rex up in here, if you know what I'm saying? Now you know. You know and, yo, uh, yo, you. Uh, Salute. Uh, what, do you want, what do we want to know? We want to know what's your socials? Yeah, How can your people kid? find you if they don't oh, my know you? Okay, yeah. yeah what do you so handle? The IG. Word. I really just do IG. I really just do IG. It's, uh, it's uh, Rex Hip Hop, R E K S Hip Hop. Just like 
I don't know if you can see that right there, yeah. like you know the tattoo. Oh yeah, we like, can see them. We can see them shits. <laughs> yo, yo. I don't know if yo. you can see them. He slid them across the screen like, like a yo. He slid them like a blimp. Uh, he slid it like the blimp. Do it again, Rex. Do it again. Do it again, Rex. For the clips. Do it again. Slow. That shit was dope, though. Yo, yo, hey, hey, Rex. That shit was dope, though. Let the people know again. I try to think of what I could make it like, and I was like, all I thought is like, what's a blimp? You know what I'm saying? Show us, show us, show us again. That's for the clip. For the clip. Hey, we appreciate you coming through. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, we really this this whole shit was just hip hop in general too. Because like we just kind of hit you up and got and you was able to grab you know through the circumstances, which was dope. Like and I'm like, man, and and this was like I mean I had a good time and just man, this whole whole situation was was dope. We appreciate you coming through. To bless us on yeah. the Danger Zone podcast. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you what? for taking the time. Let me, can I just, I just give one shout out real quick? I got to shout out. Josiah, I got to shout out my son Josiah because he said make sure I mention him. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah got mentioned, and Josiah <laughs> would be mad tight if he looks on here Yo, and doesn't see that. Josiah, we see Yo, mad egotistical. I'm gonna tell you, yeah. Josiah. Yo, we you love all the children. You yeah. to get your name mentioned. You ain't even yeah. have no reason nah, to get your name mentioned. Yeah. Other than dad loves you. I love you. Shout yeah. out my daughter Jada and shout out my my queen, uh, Queen Philosophical, who got a project coming. Uh, you know, Reign of Philosophical a spoken oh, yeah. word project coming oh, real yeah, soon. So you all should get home in here. She got a lot to say too. Yeah, yo, you know that man. Yeah. She like yo. She got some. Yo, her, her projects amazing. Okay. So. Uh, uh, definitely, definitely thank you for taking the time with me. A shout out to my village. All right, I just wanted to get you on here before you went to Europe because uh, we were trying to do the 31st, but you said you were going to be out. So thanks, thanks yeah, for doing it. it. I'm, out, thanks. I'm out to Europe for, for a month. Yeah, finally going back on tour, but I'll be out for a oh, month. That'll be fun. Have fun, man. Safe travels. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I, I know how it is because I mean, I'm, I'm looking at that too. So it's like, yo, just want to get back out. Do what we do too. Let me know. Let you me like know because my team. I, I also have a team that do booking. Right, right. Okay, with, with me and you. So you want to build on that level? Like oh, I can, yeah. I, I can, like uh, I could help facilitate or pass on some, some, uh, right. some people to build with as well. You know, I'm, you know, I'm over. I know you got it. I know no, you got no, it. No, but like, I still take that shit because I mean that's that's yeah. how it works. That's how you know. <clears throat> That's we, right. We could be out there just knocking down some shows and bringing it to the world. Quick, so. quick question: Do you like writing, uh, creating the music, or performing the music better? Um, I, I prefer. Um, that's a great question. I prefer the performing part, but like these days, I, I like the more intimate, like fifty to one hundred fifty people, okay. like shows. Like I like that, like real intimate setting. Yeah. I always like intimate settings to like get personal with people because you're I'm more a lyrical. It, it's it's yeah, perfect for like someone that. lyrical like you, so that, that, because you really have to listen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You, like I be spitting, I be spitting fast, and like, you gotta <laughs> listen. like I, I'm, I'm attempting to stop like directing all my my high energy anger at these Europeans from like Poland <laughs> who just be like looking at me mad crazy, like yo, this black dude is wilding out. That's all, that's all I know. That, that, that's exactly the energy you be getting from them, but like. Yeah, I, I don't really want to take up so much time, but I do want to say one thing with that, right? I'm going to get long-winded one more time. No, right? shit. And it's Ed Rock. It's Ed Rock again. Ed Rock, not easy money. Ed Rock said something that was real interesting to me because uh, I got this record that I did with Static Selector called This or That. 
And in the record, I'm like, nigga this, nigga that. You know what I'm saying? And it's one of my big records, right? And so when I go to Europe, like these, these, these heads would love this record. Mm. And so I see Ed mean. had come to me and be like, yo, you ever thought about how that energy really translates that they love this record so much? Mm. And like, that's a conversation to think about and maybe like, you know, discuss another time. But like reality is, it's like, yo, that had to make me fall back and, and think about how I performed that record. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very conscious about like that specific record and the way that I like, you know, the reasons why I did it in the beginning don't really like feel like a reason to like perform it like that. No more. Okay. That's just what you're saying. Appreciate you, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's- Hey man, we we are gonna get you back through here too, man. Cause I know we we got some more shit we can even talk about. So, you know, appreciate you, man. And uh, word is built. Appreciate y'all. Peace, peace. Thank you. Success to y'all. Thank you, peace. Thank you. So shout out to Rex, but you know what my favorite part of the week is? Yeah, <laughs> it's man. It's stupid as hell. Stupid as hell. Here we go. So this week, <laughs> Fetty rapper Fetty Walk. Mm. Trap Queen, all them hits, man. I actually like the cat been coming out like that. But um, rapper Fetty Wap was arrested after allegedly wielding a gun during a FaceTime video call. So, you know, the crazy thing about it is, uh, well, first of all, he pleaded not guilty and was released on a $500,000 bond as he awaited trial. And one of the conditions listed in his release, this was on another crime, is that basically he wouldn't get in trouble again. So then um, he got caught up again. It was a federal uh, law or something, something that was violated. He got caught up again and prosecutors accused Freddie Wap, um, whose legal name is Willie Jr. Maxwell II, of violating the conditions of his, uh, I guess, probation. So he was on a FaceTime call in which he was allegedly seen holding a gun and threatened to kill an unarmed man, an unnamed man, I'm sorry, according to an affidavit. Now, the crazy thing about it is, Freddie Wall, you're threatening to kill someone on a FaceTime call that someone else was able to record so other people could see, right? The problem with that is we, I can't condone and we can't condone whatever anybody does. But first of all, you have a high profile. I know you fell off some, you know what I'm saying? But people still know who Freddie Wap is and still know the music. If you're gonna threaten somebody with a gun, or anyway, I don't know why you would be on, on recording. You know, so for that alone, fuck all the other stuff and guns and shooting, whatever, for that alone, to threaten someone on a FaceTime call is like saying, hey, world, look at me, I'm about to kill him. It's definitely stupid sound. Yeah. You can get off the list, <laughs> but right now, Freddie Wap, you stupid as hell, bro. <laughs> get off the list. No. no. Oh my God. Well, you know, a lot of the stupid as hell list is a list you can get off. But. Hopefully y'all, y'all there Some won. of you guys. Yeah, some of y'all, some can't get off. Yeah. Some of them motherfuckers. Some, some you, of them are riding the train. This yeah, some of, them, <laughs> some of them, some of them, some of them motherfuckers went to school in a station wagon. Them motherfuckers, <laughs> them motherfuckers had, you know what I'm saying? He's like, Mom. So we're here at the Danger Zone podcast. We're drinking out of Viking-sized cups of little Two shots of cups. whiskey. Big cups Yo, of big boy. If you want to get a motherfucking shot of liquor, some stew, 
Um, <laughs> if you scared of a big or, cup. Or cocoa with s'mores and marshmallows in it. The I whole shit. Come <laughs> see Chef Tanya Nicole. <laughs> well, she'll give you a bowl that could also be a shot glass. <laughs> it's multi-purpose. I mean, well, hell, DL tells me you can even put stew in the bowl. <laughs> Yo, Holy shit. Man, man, that was good. Hey, listen. <laughs> we appreciate y'all, man. Listen. Episode motherfucking 29 was dope, y'all, for real. You know, we ended it pretty nicely, man. You know, uh, tears of laughter and shit around here, man. You know, but remember, get yourself a Chef Tanya Nicole shot. <laughs> glass, cup, slash. S'mores chocolate maker, slash. Stew. Everything is on it. And sometimes you might even be able to pick the cup up. And you can change in there, whatever you want to put in there. Change as well. You know and what you I can also. That? A great assistant producer job. No, that's great. Hey, <laughs> the cup also can help you the cup is running over. go back to the future. It's, a, it's also a back to the future cup. Because when I pick this up, or back in the past cup, and when I pick this up, I just sound like I want to be in the movie. <laughs> After I finish my chocolate, I'm going to hurt somebody. Yes, sir. Anyway. The Danger Zone Podcast, episode 29. Hey, excuses have no purpose. Don't make them. Don't make them. You know, as we grow, we glow. And we want y'all to be a part of that with us. Until next time, peace. On my dark days, I chopped crack on a regular. Ran up in spots and clapped on a regular. Took big fat ass stacks from the register. No matter how hard they tried, they still couldn't measure up. Hard I have, you joke when I stab. Rands in my pocket and still caught a cab.